brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Guys, the podcast now uses something called Anchor.fm. It's a podcast hosting platform. It's free, homie. And let me tell you something. I'm a big advocate of creative expression. Something I'm even more an advocate of is connecting with an audience. And that's why I love podcasts. So it's a no-brainer for me to tell you to use Anchor.fm if you want to start a podcast. Also, consider me a resource. Of course I will help you. Just ask. Anchor.fm has an ad platform, distributes pods everywhere. It's everything you need. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Am I the Asshole podcast. I'm Danny Vega here with my lovely co-host, Sarah Levine. How are you, Sarah? Hey, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. You know, I felt like I was a little depressing last time. That's my bad, you guys. Um, better. I'm better. We got to bring the energy. We got to get out of the corona crankiness. We've got we've to gotta feel the vibes. We, and you know what, guys? I know I say this every week, but truly, we got one heck of an ep today. We do. I mean, this is a juicy app, people. But Sarah, I got to tell you, I actually have pretty much thought of you every day since like Friday. Oh my God, I'm touched, but what did I do? (laughs) Oh, you're going to love it. You're going to love this. So I started playing this new video game. I got tired of killing um, uh, people in Grand Theft Auto. And I thought I'd love to kill people in a different environment. And I started playing this older game. Um, it's called Far Cry, and the whole premise of the game is that um, a, a part of Montana, rural Montana, has been overtaken by cultists. So every time these it? cultists yell some shit at me, I'm like, ah, oh, Sarah would love that. She loves a cult. I do. What, what kind of <laughs> do they yell? They're just, they they yell, sinner, and then they oh, shoot you with their assault the rifle. The power of Christ compels you or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's, I have some qualms with them like they are clearly christian um and the only but the, the thing is like it's it's a blockbuster game it's a huge game i'm sure there's millions and millions of dollars spent on it but they're just a little generic so like the only kind of weird culty thing they do is they have like this love drug they take which makes them really hard to kill but like other than that they're like kind of a super generic cult and that kind of pisses me off i'm like give these Lame. people some character show me yeah. Rajnishi. let's, let's do get this. some aliens get some pizzazz <laughs> i had i had done a deep dive into heaven's gate recently and that shit was truly wild so I, i'm with you heaven's gate was david koresh no that was the branch davidians yeah. what am i thinking i haven't gone into that one yet heaven's gate was the one where they all um they they all like committed a mass suicide. They were wearing like the mat, the matching track suits and the Nike shoes. Oh, is that 
That's drink the Kool-Aid. No, that's Jonestown. Oh, that's But Jonestown. in my head, I'm getting them confused because they, I'm like, I know they poisoned themselves. Oh, they drank vodka and took like benzos. That's oh, what they weird. did. Yeah, this is what I do in my spare time, you guys. Is that a cult or my ex in high school? I know, I or is it know. just the sorority? Unclear. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, we got one heck of an app. As I said before, our second story of the day. AITA for leaving a movie I wasn't enjoying. But first, AITA for buying my fifth property rather than help out my siblings. Wait, but actually first, uh, shout out to our newest Patreon members, Caitlin and Lara. Woo, thanks for joining. Yes, and uh, Sarah is pioneering a new effort, folks. We are bearing listener submissions on the Patreon. We need you guys to join us on the Patreon. So now we're, we're playing games. If you want to hear the fun. listener submish, AITA for not panic buying, you got to no, get that's on Patreon. This week's, that's this week's, uh, you'll hear that later this episode. But this, uh, the, the bonus episode, listener submish, is AITA for expecting dinks to work more. Oh, I love that one. Yeah. And I especially love it because you emailed me and you're like, Danny, what's a dink? I thought it was just like, <laughs> ah, you dink, like you dipshit. <laughs> you freaking dink. I was like, who is this directed at? No, it's it's very pointed. AITA for buying my fifth property rather than helping out the old siblings. For context, even when I was, even when I, 44M, was a child. I was incredibly into owning property and designing houses. <laughs> what? Um, okay, Craig. Sorry. No, I'm sorry, but like, listen, what? we all would play The Sims just to make the houses that doesn't make you into designing houses from a young age. Ridiculous. Ridiculous <laughs> thing. I work as an architect and I'm doing quite well for myself. It's interesting he works as an architect. But okay, like, that's He doesn't fine. identify as but an architect. I know you You were not a child buying houses. Like, you played Monopoly. Get over it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bought my first duplex here in Germany a long time ago, where I rent out both part-time. Then I own two houses in Italy and one in Spain. Two of them are getting rented out as holiday homes, where the last one I used for vacations and rent out a room to a friend of mine. So I have a lot of passive income at the moment, but only after a lot of time and money investments and refurbishing these houses. I rent in NYC at the moment as my job has made me move here temporarily. Weird move in these trying times, but mm -hmm. sure. Rough. Hey, hey, everybody, we're moving the company to New York City. With yeah, our right. <laughs> <laughs> My brother, 40 AM, does an apartment. I guess that was has an apartment. He has a family with two kids while my wife and I are childless. They are currently looking to purchase a house that fits all of them nicely. Well, they have found the dream house. It's out of budget for them. Meanwhile, my wife and I are about to buy our fifth house, this time in France. It's going to be one of our largest purchases yet, significantly larger than anything else we have done. It's a great deal on the property, however, and ideally what my wife and I want to retire in. When having a family FaceTime with my siblings and parents, I brought it up. Initially very happy for me, my brother mentioned how he needs a larger home for his family and how I should give up on this opportunity to give him money for his house and spend the rest on refurbishing their new home. I just huh? laughed. I just laughed and said flat out no. Edit. Thought this was a joke. I, I, I read that as a joke. This was apparently the wrong move. My entire family turns against me and starts berating me. After 10 minutes of them taking turns telling me to buy my brother a house, I said I'd think about it and left. I'm a bit of a pushover, so after talking to my wife, we agreed we could wait and buy their house and rent it out to them at no profit. 
Apparently this was insulting to him, having his younger brother be his landlord, and my parents said I should just outright give him the money we've been saving. I told them to piss off and started moving forward with the paperwork on our house in France. After talking to my friends, they said I should put family first, and it's not like we are struggling for money. Now I'm confused. A-I-T-A. This is like one of those situations that it it seems so clearly NTA on paper that I'm wondering like what details this person might be hiding or not mentioning. Yeah, that's a fair point because it does seem very obvious. I mean, I, I do want to come for OP on one thing. I, I don't necessarily think it's, I mean, it's his freaking brother. They're all adults, but like, you know, I've talked about this before, but I, I think being a provider, whether you're a man or a woman, you know, is stressful and it's hard. And, and I do think that because stereotypically men are the provider, that's the stereotype, they can feel very inadequate. So I, I guess really the worst thing I could say about him is like this little, uh, this little statement about coming out and being like, yes, we're buying our fifth house. It just seems a little bit, um, like not really empathetic, not really in tune. It's just, yeah, it's totally douchey. Because when you know your brother is looking to find or buy a house and you're like, oh, yes, well, we are buying our fifth house in France. Like, it's douchey. You don't need to be like this. <laughs> yeah, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, I don't really understand the picture he's painted. And I definitely see what you're saying because it's kind of like, well, so all this family is crazy and are just like, give your brother money. Yeah, give your this brother is an money. insane request. They're not like, oh, your brother actually would really want that house. And if it's like for some reason wildly below market, like, oh, could you let him actually just put in an offer? It's like, no, you should buy him a house and then also furnish it for him. Like, why? What are they leaving out? That this would that this would seem like a reasonable request. It just seems so crazy. I mean, I'm trying to think maybe like they have a bunch of kids, they're childless, so the parents are kind of like, "What you've got? No, you know, you're just indulging." Essentially, I don't know. Are they like really poor? Like they've had, they've been dealt a really bad hand. Like something terrible has befallen this family. Like that they're kind of like, "Can't you do your brother a solid?" Um, I, yeah, I really am wondering what's going on that the family would think that because they're they're all like banding together against OP. So I'm like, yeah, I wonder if um, maybe the brother and his family is poor, if they've been dealt a bad hand, if there was some kind of insane tragedy that befell this family, because I don't understand why the whole rest of the family is like banding together against OP unless they really all are entitled jerks. Absolutely. And I, I think that's a perfect example of a time where I'd be like, A, be careful with what you say. Don't be callous. And also like, maybe you should help out, you know, like their last house burned down or whatever. Yeah, exactly. But your last house burned down and your brother lost his job because he had a heart attack or something like that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> on the other hand, yeah, yeah. I mean, if there's death, if there's fire, I, I guess it is just, it's really hard and, and we're, we're wired very American, but it's just kind of hard to be like, yo, give your family money, even if his kids are, you know, not in an ideal situation or they're not in an ideal living situation because it's kind of like, well, it's his money and you chose what you chose, dude. That's your path. Yeah, that is a very American way to put it. I don't love that. I will say that 
this to me seems like a pretty unreasonable request. Like, I don't know. To, it's one thing to be like, oh, like, I need help with the down payment. I got you, dude. Like, th- that's... And if OP didn't want to do that, I could see more of, like, a YTA-type situation if he was being just, like, a total Scrooge. But right. the request is so, uh, I don't know, it's kind of outrageous. It's absolutely outrageous, and I actually thought it was a, a joke. It was a joke that flew, you know? It's a classic entitlement joke. Right. It's like, haha, yeah, just buy me my mansion, and then also all the furniture. I would laugh, Ridiculous. too. Yeah, and also it is their dream house that they're after. It's not really merely like they need a a, a house to have a comfortable life. This is their dream house. You know? Isn't it's, it? It's... Wait, let me reread. Don't they say dream at some point? Fits all of them nicely. I guess they. If I they guess I'm are they like over cramped in a tiny apartment? I don't. It's not. I don't know he says apartment. Here. Don Strong writes, NTA, while you could be super generous and help out, it's your money and your decision. Your family's behavior is a type that gives lower income people a bad rep. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't, that I just, yeah. might be yeah. biting off more than you can chew there. Like, entitled people. There we go. Everybody, you, come on. I'll give it to come you, on, finally. People. You got Somebody, me. Somebody... Somebody write this in blood. Sarah finally using my phrase. Golden. Yeah, I'll I'll give it to you. He, I think John Don S is is going there. Uh, entitlement exists at every income bracket. Um, ah, I love that. But yeah. Emma Michelle says, yes, you're the mega asshole. It's not your responsibility to buy your brother a house, but if not to spend on things you and your loved ones want to need, what's the point of money? Also, hoarding property makes you a shithead, too. Mm, okay. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. It's not... I mean, I don't know. Could we get super macro on here and, like, rail against the system of landlords and tenants? Like, absolutely. Is that kind of missing the point? Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess I just, I I really can't blame this guy. I mean, who doesn't want this life? You know, you save up money and then you got passive income from your renters, you know? I mean, it's not his fault that, you know, the system is messed up and some people can never escape rent and da-da-da-da-da. You know, hoarding, I just, I don't, I don't think this is hoarding. This is, it's ridiculous. Um, I don't think it's hoarding because he's renting, but no. I guess to counter your argument, like no one should ever have, like people don't have to apologize for their privilege, but what you should do is like try to find a way to work against it. So you could argue that like if OP is really like, yeah, well, you know, I've just worked harder and been dealt a better hand and it's not my fault and blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, then you could you could throw your family some kind of a bone maybe not this crazy bone right well yeah and no and you nailed it if it was like hey can you help me with the down payment we're really struggling we're really uncomfortable that's one thing but furnish my dream home that's a little yeah. bit different Lindsay N writes nta sometimes the classic stone song you can't always get what you want ends at that so she references this edit on the Ooh, post. Um, oh, I love an edit. 
pretty game-changing edit. Um, OP writes, edit, this edit is super late, but I want to clarify, my brother does have money for a four-bedroom house. He isn't broke, just not enough money for his dream house. The dream house is approximately double as expensive. Now we're getting to true, now we're true talking. Americans. True oh, yeah. Americans live beyond their means, baby. Oh yeah. Let your brother live the dream. Let him get in massive debt that no is crushing split. him. That would be with savage. A, with no. a subprime loan, you know? That's yeah. America, baby. That truly is America. Yeah, that's like honestly insane now. And definitely I, makes me go into not the asshole territory because now it's like you're actually helping to not enable these people to put themselves into debt. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, this whole thing reeks. I, I love what you said. There's entitlement at every income bracket, 100%. And I see a lot of entitlement, at least in this version of the story. Max Bruno, our polyamorous previous guest. Oh, yeah. Writes, yeah. Never felt more alienated from this group reading these comments. Oh, boy. Yes, you're the asshole for not helping your brother's family move into a house when you can obviously afford it. The people on here saying you're not the asshole for refusing to get several of your family members one house they need when you have several more than you need already legitimately baffles me. I mean, I feel like He's that's not a like very wrong. Like it is baffling on paper. <laughs> I, I mean, when you put it that way, but it's sort of like if someone has five businesses and someone's like, I don't have any businesses. Can I have one of your businesses? It's like, well, no, they're mine. <laughs> Like, I, yeah, what? I mean, I don't know. I, I think, honestly, that the house could have honestly been one thing, but um, the furnishing really pushed me over the edge. <laughs> the furnishing like, is no. crazy. Sarah, like, and this is such victim culture, this, like, I want a bigger house. And this is so freaking America. It's just, like, I want it's, – it's not even that he wants a bigger house. He's getting a bigger house. He wants a bigger, dream, huge house. He wants a freaking six-bedroom McMansion. Yeah, I don't know. I also think like when you have people entitled people like this, if you give them an inch, they're gonna take a mile. If you give them a house, what are they gonna try to take next? <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna take a, a mansion. Dave B re- responds to Max Bruno, Dave Bergman, also a previous podcast. Ooh. I feel the same way. And then he references the edit. So Dave Bergman was moved by the edit. Because look, this guy has a four, he can afford a four bedroom house. Nobody feels bad for you. Yeah. All your kids have their no. own room. Nobody gives a shit. Right. Kelly S. NTA, renting to them at no profit is a great offer. Oh my God, it's an unbelievable offer. If your whole family thinks people should give him money, Maybe the whole family should fund it, and you could also contribute rather than be the sole contributor. That's that's actually very reasonable. That's a good way he could turn this around and say, like, you know, if their request was more reasonable, and say, well, why don't we all pitch in and help Joey get the down payment? Right. For oh, the they'd start bogging real quick. Four bedroom? No, no. We we need five bedrooms and a swimming pool and a game room because my cousin has that and my neighbors have that and if we don't have it then we losing we're losing the american dream top reddit comment red black yellow jam nta you shouldn't have to pay for your brother's house he should live within his means besides money between family members can be a more dividing issue than most no joke it's actually true yeah i i was honestly gonna say that being your brother's landlord i i really would not even go there 
it just gets so dicey, I think, and sticky, and it's like, I would just be in or out and, like, give them the money as a gift or not, but to make this ongoing, like, landlord-tenant relationship, I wouldn't do it. On point. I agree with that. Top dissenting comment on Reddit. Didn't have to look too hard for this. Foucault Escapement writes, YTA for sucking the wealth out of countries that aren't your own. Um, I, I think we start to hit into this like kind of a leftist thing, but I was kind of curious at what this means. Somebody else wrote Asunta 7. I'm from a Spanish city where locals are getting effed by entrepreneurs like you. Maybe the same one where you're having your vacation house. Many Germans around pulling this kind of business. This may come from my personal struggle, but I hope they ban you all and give houses back to the neighbors. Now, I am willing to say that I don't know that I could call this guy an asshole, but it does frustrate me, and this is a problem in New York City, that people buy real estate here as investment property, then they don't live in it. Sometimes they don't even rent it because it's almost not rentable or whatever. They don't want to bother. And then you just have empty apartments in New York, which makes New York worse for everyone. Yeah, 100%. And then it just jacks up the price for everybody, for like people like us who are living here. So... I mean, but I, I, I get it. Yeah, I don't think it makes you an asshole to play the game. I, I think that's ridiculous. I think you're an asshole if they're clearly trying to combat you. And they are. They've, they've placed restrictions and taxes and stuff. You know, and you try to s- go around those and circumvent those. But I, I you know, look, this is, this is it. This is the game. He's playing the property. He's playing Monopoly. I mean, you know what? I, I kind of want to... I don't really have a problem with these people calling them out because maybe, honestly, like maybe no one has ever brought this to these people's attention and like, maybe they'll think twice. Maybe they probably won't, but like, I don't know, whatever. Shoot your shot. It's taking a left for sure on like the actual issue. Um, I don't know. I don't have a huge problem with it. No, I, I don't have a problem with it. And I also think it's very easy to be like, here's five houses. But it's like the amount of work it takes to essentially flip a house, um, it's a shit ton of work. I don't want to do it. That's not the kind of guy I am. So, like, I, I think it's it's easy to get in this, like, oh, the bourgeois, the property class. But it's kind of like, look, this guy worked his dick off. You know, they all came from the same freaking family. I'm not coming for OP at all i think that's five houses is a little crazy but you could do this kind of zoom out on any post we get here and it's not gonna get us anywhere i i kind of feel like calling them five houses is disingenuous you know like bill gates has five houses this guy has five investment properties you know he's not He's not necessarily super duper rich. You know, yeah, he's got a couple million dollars probably. Probably pretty rich. I have no idea how any of this works. Well, but I'm just saying it's not the same as someone. But still. It's not not the same as someone who has five of their own houses. He has five income generating properties. You know, it's like, it's a big difference. Isn't that even, that means he has more money? Because if you have five vacation homes, you're just using them. But my point is, if that's his income, right? Like, this is how he makes his income. He can't He can't just have the houses. They're literally not available for him. They're income-generating oh, properties. He's so, alone. like, yeah, it's like he can just fly to, you know, whatever, Germany, France. Oh, we're in our vacation home, you know. So, 
Anyway, I think we agree on this. AITA for buying my fifth property rather than help out my siblings. We agree. Not the asshole. Not the asshole. The family is. AITA for leaving a movie. Wait, the family or the brother? Well, the brother and the whole family because they're backing him up. That's true. Actually, I did have a final point, Sarah. You know what? I don't like... Here, here's the one thing I don't like. If you want to play the property game and rent out investment properties, that's fine. But and this person used the word entrepreneurs. Don't call yourself an entrepreneur. Don't even yeah. call yourself a businessman. Yeah, bro, you, you didn't start are, You're a freaking house flipper, homie. You are a flipper, and that's all you get. You get your money, and you get the flipper term. Don't act like you're freaking creating wealth or value. You're doing nothing. You're a flipper. Yeah, we'll give you real estate. Investor, I don't know, something like even, that. That even seems like grabbing. But, but like fine. entrepreneur I, I is like, flipper. all right, you didn't make a product, you didn't start a business. <laughs> yeah, you can't go on Shark Tank with what you've done. So therefore, <laughs> I'm out. Uh, not the asshole, but definitely a flipper. Hey, hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> for leaving a movie I wasn't enjoying by you, movie theater throw. This happened before Christmas. It was brought up recently in a Zoom call between my SO and I. Oh, God. Crazy. <laughs> and friends in the store, plus some others. So they're having a big old Zoom time. My SO and his two friends wanted to go see a horror movie that had recently come out. God, now I want to know what it is. Oh, I I'm know not that into one. What? Black Christmas. Oh. They said it in a comment. Oh, nice. I'm not that into horror, but he asked me to go. So I agreed to tag along. We bought tickets beforehand, and when we got into the theater, we were a little late. The movie hadn't started yet, though. And there were How was that late, then? And there were lots of single <laughs> seats, but only three seats together, not four. I volunteered to sit in a single seat because they were the ones excited about the movie. Everyone was fine with that. That's heroic. I, I have to give OP a lot of credit for that. Single yeah. writer in a movie? That's horrible. In a movie you didn't even want to see. Like, Ugh. I got it. Ugh. The movie started and we got about a half hour into it and I wasn't enjoying it. So I texted my SO, hey, I'm not super into this and I have a few presents I still need to buy. So I'm going to go finish up shopping, have fun. I'll see you guys afterwards. Smiley face. Interestingly, OP does a smiley face, colon, space, smile. And it, I think it's better. I, I don't usually do the space on the smiley. Me either. Kind of I like it like- without it. Yeah, it's it's, it's, cute. it's a you're the asshole if you put a face in your smiley. Calm the hell down. Yeah, you're also the asshole if you put a hyphen as a nose. Like, chill out. Oh, seriously, we don't need to see your art, Candace. I met them up. <laughs> <Candace>. <laughs> Someone named Candace really hurt you. I feel like. 
I, it's just, I don't know. Candace bothers me. I met them up after the movie was over and we got food together. He was kind of cold to me. And after we ate, and when we were alone, he said I really embarrassed him. Okay, wait, I'm getting gender confusion. This is... Opie, I think, is female. Opie's female. And this is not S.O. that's mad. It's the friend, right? No, it is S.O. Oh, S.O. was mad. Yes. Got it. It was really immature to walk out of a movie. His friends thought I was being really dramatic. He said the point of seeing a movie isn't sitting together. It's being able to talk about the movie afterward. And I made it so they had to feel bad about talking the movie in front of me and couldn't enjoy themselves as much. I kind of see his point. And I'm thinking maybe I should have just stayed just to share the common experience. It's true that it shouldn't really matter if you sit next to the person you're at the movies with because you're not going to talk anyway. Well, you can look at each other. But I was just not having a good time, and this was kind of squished between two people I didn't know. Still, maybe I should have just stayed because it was only a couple hours. And it's not a big deal. And then I could have joined the conversation. It's become kind of a joke among friends now. We said we were leaving the Zoom call to watch a movie, and they said, uh-oh, make sure OP doesn't run out of the door. <laughs> A-I-T-A. Uh, I mean, I think she was nice for even, like, sitting through it when she was going to be by herself. Absolutely. I mean, that's really it. Because if I think that's valid reason to leave right there. I would be yeah. like, guys, like, and I don't know what this nonsense is about. You have to talk. Like, you can share emotions with each other without fucking talking you just look at each other you laugh no, together you what do you mean together. they said after the movie they would talk about it no 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 i'm saying that they said oh it doesn't matter right they're trying to spin it like it doesn't matter if you didn't sit with us but like no it matters because you can interact during the movie oh yes i see especially in a horror movie sheesh i don't want to be scared Absolutely. by myself exactly i'm grabbing people i'll grab a stranger though i'm not afraid of it you know but uh on the uh, yeah, I, I think that's it. Is that OP is ultimately exculpated because making your friend go single rider is like yeah, leave that. I mean, that was such a that was such a gift. Yeah, just be like, all right, I'll Venmo you for my ticket, but like, I'm out. I'm out. And they Absolutely. honestly, they're being so dramatic by being like, oh well, now our experience is ruined because we can't talk about it without enjoying ourselves because you didn't see it. It's like. You can still talk about the movie. It's really not that deep. Of course. I would totally do it. I'd be like, I know you weren't there. I'm sorry. We won't do this for too long. But, oh, my God. Do you remember when that axe went into his brain and then the little monkey starts screaming? I don't know what kind of movie that is. (laughs) One I would see. Cat S writes, what? No, this isn't a thing. You don't have to finish a movie you don't enjoy. What are they paying you for a review? (laughs) (laughs) Lindsay N hitting the nail on the head, right? Lowest stakes AITA post ever. NTA, weird that they would care so much, especially months later. People are allowed to not like things and decide to spend their time doing things they do like. Simple as that. Yeah, for real. Okay, in this context, but like, I I guess I can envision a different situation. and, And this is why I was excited to talk about this because like, you know, I like movies. I like, I like movies. I love films. I love a good film. And I do think that, you know, had OP been with, in in the party of, seated with them, I would have a different answer. I agree. Um, especially then if there was- you would a- have to like disrupt their whole experience to leave and it's like, just stay. Exactly, exactly. And I think the other component of that too is that like they're horror fans- did they, did they say that, that they're horror fans? I yeah, they, they want to go. This wasn't just a movie. They 
like this was a process of the two friends are like, we want to go see this horror movie. So they're hype on the movie. Right. Whereas if it was just like, yeah, let's go see a movie. Well, let's go see what's playing. That's even less stakes. But like when people are invested in a movie, you know, I think you should try to match their energy, match their enthusiasm. And that doesn't mean you're necessarily going to, but you try to go with the flow. And so Mm -hmm. that's it. That's all I wanted to say is that had, had they not been excluded single writer, it would have been rude as hell. Yeah, totally. Larissa W, YTA for texting in a movie theater. I mean, okay. Larissa. I mean, how else? What was she yeah. supposed to do? Just like completely ghost and have well, the boyfriend could've... think that she was missing? I feel like Larissa's being pedantic. How do we even know? They, they, the OP texted. They, did she say she texted in the movie theater? I mean, she yeah, she could have left the actual theater and then and then shot him a text like, hey, I left. Yeah, I mean, whatever. ridiculous. Lone YTA, only YTA on the Facebook group. Joy M writes, YTA, you accepted to see a film you had absolutely no interest in seeing. Well, I don't think that makes you an asshole. That makes you odd, perhaps, generally speaking. <laughs> but, uh, top Reddit comment, strike underscore match, writes NTA. This whole situation seems like such a non-problem. You got your shopping done and they got to see a movie they were into and have each other to discuss it with. And honestly, I agree with the fact that you weren't even sitting together justifies your initial position even more. That's how I would handle this if I was OP. I'd be like, look, you guys can roast me all you want. You're the monsters who made me sit alone. You know? Yeah, I don't know. These these friends are super weird. I think they're just roasting, you know. Oh, make sure OP doesn't run out the door. It's like, you know, it's roasty. It's a funny thing that happened. It was a weird thing. It's uncommon to walk out of the movie. I've only done it twice in my life. I don't think Um, I've ever done it, but I wish I had one time. I was such a good Catholic boy. I went to see Euro Trip as a young man. I was in (laughs) sixth grade, and there was a lot of penises and stuff. And uh, there was a lot of nudity, and I walked out. I felt guilty. And, um, you know, one year later, I was watching hardcore pornography, but there was a time when I was innocent. <laughs> For that brief point in sixth grade. Yeah. That's hilarious. And the other movie I walked out of was uh, one of those, like, sci-fi movies. I forgot. It's some crazy, I don't know, it was terrible. It was unwatchable. I love it. You never walked out of a movie? Ah, uh, I don't think that I have. I'm trying to think. Well, I don't think so. That's good. Yeah, that's, that's a good, good never have I ever. I'll try to keep that in mind. Yeah, there you go. When the next time you're playing King's Cup, I don't know why you're doing it. <laughs> for leaving a movie I wasn't enjoying, I'm going to go no assholes here because I think the roasting is light. I don't see a lot of serious roasting. I mean, actually, I could call the friends asshole. I hate this thing of like, oh, you made us feel bad about talking about the movie. I mean doesn't really make you an asshole i just don't like it yeah i could i could go between nta or nah like i don't know i think that they were kind of being annoying and like trying to make her feel put out for really no reason and she did them a favor she took yeah. the single writer and they should have been like oh man we're sorry that you felt so excluded that you literally left yes <laughs> yes so i think we'll split the difference call it nta nah yeah. remix <laughs> sure now it's time for everybody's favorite part of the show. Listener submissions. ITA for not panic buying. I'm a home health care worker. Part of my job includes grocery shopping for my client as she is housebound. 
I've worked with her for over a year and she knew and knew that she would be a panic buyer. I went along with what she wanted at first, but after she already had four packages of toilet paper, I would start to lie to her and say the store was out because I knew that there were people who needed it more. At the same time, when I tell her the store is out of items, it makes it seem like the pandemic is worse than it is. Oh my God. AITA for lying about the availability of a product when she has more than enough. Mm. <clears throat> Interesting. This actually, I think, invokes some pretty uh, deep concepts. I mean, it does. on the one hand, it is just a white lie, but she nails it in her analysis, which is that it actually does make things seem scarier. And she's dealing with someone who is very afraid. Yes, it becomes a vicious cycle when she introduces the lie. <laughs> You're right. You're right. It just gets worse. Then she's like making calls to get more toilet paper. I mean, it really depends how she plays it. Like if I were her, I'd be like, you know, they were out, but like, I could tell that, you know what? I actually, as I was leaving the store, I saw a truck pull up. There was plenty more toilet paper there. No, because so then it's like, like it was... well, you should have gone and blah, blah, blah. Like you can't do that. <laughs> you should have stayed by the truck. Get us a pallet. And bring it home, okay? I mean, I don't know. I think you could paint the picture if you're a clever enough liar. But in the end, it's it's always going to boil down to crafting this lie. Which is such a, I don't know. As, as some people pointed out in the comments, which I appreciated, because this is pretty out of my own wheelhouse, uh, crafting an elaborate lie like this would ultimately just break the trust, which seems to be an integral part of this type of job. Yeah, I don't know exactly what the role is, um, but ultimately, I just, I really can't come for OP because then the other side of this coin is that panic buying is bad because Mm -hmm. then nobody can get toilet paper because some psycho bought 500 rolls. Um, So I I think OP's intent is is so great. I want to know how big these packages of toilet paper are. (laughs) I'd say they're at least 12 packs with two yeah. people, one person who lives alone. I mean, come on. That's lasted plenty of long. Alejandra A. writes, YTA, for lying to her. Just tell her she has plenty and the shelves are stocked full daily so she doesn't have to worry. The reason she wants more is because she thinks there isn't any more. I think that's a reasonable solution. Yeah. Mike G. says, no, her care is your responsibility, not maintaining her paranoia. So, it so he's saying like not he's, the asshole. Yeah. Randolph B, not the asshole. You, the real MVP for not letting a hoarder rob others of a wiped ass. Very true. Very true. I, I got to interject here. Is, now I'm sounding like a conspiracy theorist, but like, has anyone not been able to wipe their butt? I'm sure it's happened for some people, but nobody that I know has it been that dire. I'm sure... Somebody somewhere couldn't get toilet paper and they went home and they were down to the old cardboard and, you know, they had to use a magazine or something, but I don't think there's a widespread shortage of anything. I think the Um, first few weeks in Georgia, I was talking to my friend and they were cleaned out of toilet paper. Up here, we were more cleaned out of Lysol. Um, But I, I, I don't know. Again, I don't think it was like, he was like, oh man, gotta start using the dish towels. Like... (laughs) <laughs> I think it kind of got figured out before it got to that point, but who knows? 
I mean, I'm a, I'm a just take a shower guy. That's what I do. I take seven showers a day. Denise <laughs> S writes, YTA, why are you pooping seven times a day? Don't ask questions. Denise I was S. actually going to ask that. <laughs> <laughs> YTA, you lied to your client. Doesn't matter why, you lied. If when she finds out, there will never be any trust between the two of you. I wouldn't want you in my house providing personal care if I couldn't trust you. Who knows what else you might be lying about? I mean, come on. There's such a thing as a white lie. Yeah, you but know. like when you're in this kind of vulnerable position, when you have to hire a home healthcare worker, um, it's kind of the same thing as we talk about with the guy with the secret room. And it's not the lie itself; it's what the lie represents. How dare you bring up the secret room? This is nothing I like fucking the fucking love secret, the secret room. room. <laughs> <laughs> For you guys who don't know the lore, the secret room was a boyfriend who had a secret room in his apartment that he didn't tell his fiance, I believe, in- at least his living girlfriend. Yeah, we found him to be the asshole. Um, I, I feel you. I mean, there is a potential trust issue here, but like, I think Mike G kind of hit the nail at least close to the head. It's maintaining her paranoia. I just feel like there is a common sense approach to this, which is just saying like, hey, I, I wasn't able to get any toilet paper. I, I think there's plenty. I talked to them. You know, whatever. Just offer well, up. A- I guess my question is like, why is OP's first instinct to lie? Like, why weren't they like, you know, Gladys, you have four rolls, and I promise you that there's been toilet paper every single time I've gone to the store, and why don't we let the other people have it? Like, where was that convo? Well, because maybe their vibe is that Gladys is just like, no, I don't care. I don't pay you to think. I pay you to get toilet paper. So I would like you know? to have known that. That's actually kind of crucial to me. I I feel like Gladys is kind of a monster, I just, I don't know, Sarah. I, I think it's not good to lie to your quote-unquote clients, but I just, I feel like OP is honestly doing the best thing for society. I, I agree you're right, though. She should try to confront Gladys, you know, with the truth. That's it. I mean, that's the best yeah. way out of this. It's really like, not the asshole for not panic buying. Definitely not, but I don't. Okay, the thing is, like, these things, the headline is never really what the actual issue is. Like, no, rarely have we ever had one that actually hits at what the person is asking. That's funny. AITA for not panic buying and lying to Gladys. So, no, you're not the asshole for not panic buying, but are you the asshole for telling this white lie to get out of panic buying? I say no, because I say the ends justify the means. She's got Gladys. Maybe Gladys is a little bit more paranoid. You know, it's all about how you say things too, right? There's a big gap between, oh yeah, the store was out, but I'm pretty sure it'll be fine. Don't worry about it. And, you know, if you were really saying that, you'd be like, oh, the store was out. I mean, there's just nothing I could do, you know? I don't know. I think OP also knows that what they're doing is not the right approach because they know that they've just created this cycle where every time they lie, it's just reinforcing the, I, the, scarcity mindset i'm tempted to do another cop out and do a nteh remix info let's do an info yeah i'm sorry guys i can't i can't come to a verdict i feel like info is fair because we need to know who gladys is because maybe (laughs) if op is doing the cardinal sin of internalized unassertiveness they should have just leveled with old gladys and said listen sister People need the TP, not you. You got plenty, okay? 
if she could have done that, maybe that was a move, but we don't know if that was a move. Yeah. The problem is I think that we got too annoyed that people would send these like sagas, like these epic novels. Uh, So maybe OP just really shortened it, which I appreciate, kept it very neat to know. But now the problem is we need to know one more thing. I think the other aspect of this, too, with her not pushing back and not even risking it is, you know, we live in a scary economy right now for a lot of people. So that could be another component. You know, people, they don't want to mess with anyone who's giving them money. They That's don't very back. true. That's right? a very good so, point. You don't want to lose your job. Not right now. Especially no. over some toilet paper. Well, yeah. So we'll say AIT if you're not panic buying. A big fat I-N-F-O. Very rare, but it is happening, people. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Sarah, it's been great to do this. It's It's been fun. It's having something to look forward to, and it helps me remember what day of the week it is. That's that's one of the main reasons we started the podcast, just to know what day is it. Just as a calendar. <laughs> Guys, please, 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 please rate, <laughs> review, subscribe on iTunes. We'd really appreciate a rating, a five-star rating would be ideal, but you could also maybe do four stars if you have some notes for me. Don't criticize Sarah. Come on. I'm worse than her. Give me a break. That's so generous. You know, please also, guys, the Patreon. It's so great. We're, We're really getting a community on there. And we love it. We love to see it. Please join us. Um, we try to do our best for our patrons. And let me tell you this, guys. If you're if you're like, well, I don't necessarily want to do the Patreon. I don't know if I need an extra episode. Well, you think of whatever it is that you need. Join the Patreon and then you tell me and I'll do it. You want me to call your friend and call them an asshole? This is an idea I had, Sarah. I should have yeah, we should do that. Today. I'll call your friend and call him an asshole. I was, that? That's I was also thinking that we could have a thing where we would like have two people call in and we could play mediator. Absolutely. That we would will be do that. Fun. We, yeah, we should, we should do that. But anything you could dream of can be achieved if you're a patron and our patrons <laughs> never ask for anything. They're like, Hey, can you post my submission? I'm like, yeah, you don't, you can just do that. Everyone, yeah. everyone gets that. We're like, Hey, There's... do you guys want to be in the call in show? And they're like, no, I'm okay. <laughs> and everyone else in the group is like, yeah. <laughs> I want to get a Becky Karen Patreon member who is like making me her assistant essentially with the amount of labor she's demanding <laughs> so that we have to be like, okay, like guys. $5 a month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please get my dry um, cleaning. Get my extra toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> guys, please join us on Patreon. We love all our patrons and we love you and we'll see you next Monday morning. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.